Hello, welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I am your host, and this is my goddamn podcast. Today, my guest is comedian and magician and my friend, Justin Willman. All right, so a little bit about Justin. Justin grew up in St. Louis. He started doing magic at the tender age of 12. Uh, He's been going to uh, the Magic Castle, which is a landmark, a Hollywood landmark, all right, in case you boneheads have never heard about it, look it up. Google it, why don't you? He's been visiting there since he was a teenager, living in St. Louis. Uh, and when, he would, uh, when he'd come over to L.A. on family trips, he'd sneak into the Magic Castle at night. And he even got kicked out twice for being underage. And now he's a fucking professional, respected, highly acclaimed magician who not only performs at the Magic Castle, but he like, it's his fucking spot. That's his spot. That's his place where he hangs out with his people. So isn't that a wonderful, uplifting, coming of age, uh, rags to riches kind of story? I think it is. Dreams do come true, um, is all I'm saying. Anyway, Justin's first big gig, all right, uh, was as a regular correspondent on the Rachel Ray talk show. Uh, he did like, um, I think it was like, what did he do? He did like 25 appearances on that show over the course of three years. A little bit of magic, but this was like a super huge opportunity for him because he was able to prove himself as a TV personality versus just a magician. Um, he's a regular on Ellen, a regular on The Tonight Show, a regular on At Midnight, and The Meltdown. He has performed at the White House for the Obamas. Yeah. Ever heard of the Obamas, assholes? I think you have. Anyway, uh, he has a half-hour Comedy Central special called Sleight of Mouth with Justin Willman, which is available on YouTube. He has two beautiful pit bulls. He's a pit bull lover. I just think you should know these uh, you know, uh, unnecessary details of uh, his life and who he is and all that. Uh, coming up, Justin will be on his U.S. Fake Believe Tour and the dates and cities uh, can all be found on his website, www.justinwillman.com. He is about to shoot his second Comedy Central pilot. And uh, as far as uh, my relationship with Justin is concerned, here's how I know him. Okay, so Justin and I met when we were acting together, all right? We were both in a short film called All's Fair, which was directed by uh, a guy named Todd Strauss Schulson who recently made a film called Final Girls. And uh, so, yeah, so in the short film, uh, I play Thomas Middleditch's ex-girlfriend, and then Justin plays my new cool boyfriend. And uh, then, after that experience, Justin and I acted in another thing, in a sketch uh, called Breaking Up with a Magician, where I break up with Justin, because he's a magician, and uh, so that all makes sense there. That title uh, is uh, makes sense and is there for a reason. Anyway, and then I was lucky enough to play the part of his fiance, Jillian Sipkins, in the drunk history retelling of how Justin and Jill met. So, okay, so they made this video so that they wouldn't have to explain uh, to all their family and all their friends uh, how the two of them met. Um, but then the video went viral, and it debuted at the rehearsal dinner the night before the wedding. Uh, and I happened to have been invited to the rehearsal dinner and the actual wedding, which is uh, pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. And then, you know, and then the video went viral. It was fucking crazy. Anyway, so the, here's the insane thing. Getting to know Justin 
And he is this like super kind, talented, wonderful guy. And his wife, Jillian Sipkins, is equally as babely and talented and kind and, and wonderful. But like, and knowing this family, these people, has given me this bizarro entree uh, and insight into this world of magicians and sword swallowers and like the magic castle and people who do tricks with doves and just like this whole world of amazing performers that I did not know existed. And I am so crazy thankful for that because it makes me feel... Like I'm some on like I'm an honorary member of the cool magic scene, right? Right, Justin? Hello, hello. Anyway, um, during our conversation, we talk about a million things. It's tangential, as per the usual. We talk about acting, drugs, magic, uh, being married, exes, the magic castle, jealousy, being on Love, which is a new show on Netflix. Fulfillment, uh, balancing work and dating, the single life, bad habits, breakups, codependence, FaceTiming, old school phone calls, uh, serial monogamy. And I think I inadvertently propositioned Justin and Jill for a threesome. I did not mean to. I did not mean to. Uh, so apologies in advance, Jill um, and Justin or whatever. Anyway, all that aside, uh, I just want to say to the listeners, if you like the Love Alexi podcast, Tell your friends, uh, subscribe on iTunes, let's be friends on Insta, Snapchat, and Twitter, at Alexi Wasser. But enough of all of that, I'm going to shut the fuck up and please enjoy my conversation with magician, comedian, and so much more, Justin Willman. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh shit, is it rolling? Oh my god. We did a walk in? We're walking, walking in. You did a walk in? <laughs> walking in. Oh How are you? Oh, you're so buff. This is so great. Oh, oh my god, I don't, I don't want to be disrespectful to Jillian. Uh, oh, hey, you're sitting there. Here? You're sitting there. If you want, you sit wherever you want. Oh my god, you're so fucking ripped. Am I can't I? believe this. Really? Oh, I'm, oh my goodness. I'm wearing a crop top, not to entice you, but to just, you know. It should be a video Because it's hot. It should be. And we're, we're in a, we might do that. Oh, oh my God. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for asking me. Do you know Aristotle? I do. It's good to see you. How are you? So casual, you guys. You guys are like, you know, old news. How do you guys know each other? Here. From what show? Uh, Todd Glass? Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, yeah, that's God. Right. I can't handle this. Is that when we first met on the Todd Glass show? What is this, the Aristotle podcast? What the hell's going on here? This is bring it back to me. I'm really, okay. I'm really you brought, Come on, you opened um, the door. Look at this. All right, let's what, set my, the stage. My, let's, my, we're my... turning off our smartphones, right? Mm-hmm. I'm here with Justin Willman. Things are, I mean, I've got to like not frame this as a date. I can't have a crush on him. I'm friends with your wife, kind of. I mean, like, I'd like to hang out with her more, but like, we mm-hmm. don't do that often. Enough. Me too. I would like to hang out with her oh, more. Oh, why are you always touring? No, <laughs> you're I do picking hang out with your her nose. A lot. You're picking, Did I pick my nose? You're picking your nose like I'm ugly. Like I'm some freaky, you, ugly girl you don't, you're not in love with, you don't want to sleep with because you're married to some babe? No, I want to like make sure I'm clean and well, well kempt <laughs> for this. That wasn't a pick. That was a. That was like a flip. Like, like oh, wait, I can't hear me in my. What happened? Something. Mm. Everything went out. <laughs> I'm still here. Do you hear me? <laughs> oh wait, now I hear me. All right, cool. Okay. Where do we leave off? Wow. Picking nose. <laughs> wait, I went out again. <laughs> I think whenever you say picking nose. <laughs> What's the problem with it? Wiggle the, the things a little. Okay, wiggle the things. It's a technical term. Ooh, it's still, it's in and out. Listen, everybody, this is what happens in showbiz in Tinseltown. Thank God we have Aristotle and Justin with our muscly arms and know, perfect thanks. hair. And oh my God, I'm panicking. <laughs> um, all right. Okay, here we are. Thank in you the for your nest. We're doing it. Is there a real name for this room? 
Cubby hole? Cubby. Man cave plus me, party of party of Alexi okay. sometimes. Okay. You're married. This is not a date. I'm not going to frame this episode of Love Alexi as a date. Are right? they normally framed sometimes, as dates? Sometimes I do that. I like to have like sexual tension with my guests if he's a mm-hmm. guy, you know, only if he's cute, not if he's ugly or lame or whatever. So like, you know, if you were single, I'd be like, this is exciting. But uh, do you book ugly guys? No. no. What well, are we talking about? No, 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 no. Okay. You, you better say no, <laughs> no, because then I'll look back at your guest list. <laughs> they are all beautiful in their own kooky, cool way. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, how do we meet? We met, um, we were told we're going to uh, make out on camera. Oh my God, that's film. all the, we, we did make out. Jillian, if you're listening, she's not listening. She's going to listen. Gonna listen. I mean, she's not listening now. This is not a live podcast, she will listen at some point. Really? Jillian, After the nose your, picking. Cover your ears. Sexual tension is edited out. There is no sexual tension. That's the problem. That's why I'm so offended, but I'm glad. Uh, Good. What are you talking about? I feel, <laughs> um, so we were in the thing. Oh, yeah, we made out. We did a short film. Great make out. All's Fair. Yeah, All's Fair, directed by Todd Strauss-Schulson. pal, Todd Strauss-Schulson. Mm-hmm. You guys both went to Emerson. We did. We went to Emerson together, and he um, sent me this script and thought I'd be good to play the new boyfriend in this breakup movie. Mm-hmm. With Thomas and Middleditch. With Thomas Middleditch as the old boyfriend. Yes. And you were the, well, you were the old and new girlfriend. Yeah. You were the girlfriend. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we had to... Uh, <laughs> Having never known each other or met, yeah, make out in the shower, make out in bed. It was a good make, make out, right? And a, ha- a hammock. Yeah, it was a great make out. Why was it so great? But like, not in like a weird disrespectful way. But like, why am I the best kisser? Maybe second to Jillian, who hmm. looks like an angel face. Well, thank by the you way, for not loading that question. Let's okay, see. cool. You're right. Men like well, to be um, put on the spot, right? That's what I heard. I'm single, and I'm like, men love that, right? We love it. You love it. Well, it was it was a great make out, but it was a it's like a it was a sober. 20 people watching you make out. Make out. <laughs> Which means that if it's a good make out in that context, then it's a great make out. And then I went on And to it's documented and immortalized on film forever. Forever. We're in there with, uh, you know, Thomas Middleditch, who went on to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, be the star of an HBO show. But this, great is, this is about you. Um, yeah. Man. Did you guys even make out in that movie? Barely. I wanted to. Oh. I wanted to more. We had like a boring kiss at the end of it. Oh, that's right. Not to give it away. That was like the tearjerker kiss. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Real one. Um, God. Yeah. Holy shit. So we met once at drinks and then we went and shot that thing. Yeah. And then they never used the shower footage. I know. By the way. But we'll never forget it. We'll never forget right, Jillian? it. Right, Just kidding. Just kidding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. How about the fact that we were both in relationships? Oh yeah, who and was I dating? We, you were dating. Oh um, yeah, oh, the, the love of my life. I already forgot. Venom. I'm, I'm gonna. That oh, was supposed yeah. to be a Modest Mouse tune. That's what's what Modest Mouse song Spitting was that? Spitting Venom. You know Is the that's words. That's when they're new. No, album? it's like a couple ago, but it was the one that I like. This is already really tangential. Really dug into. Sorry. No, this is how. We, this is a. Well, I was just bringing up. I thought it'd be interesting to hear how being in a relationship and then telling your boyfriend oh, that you have to go do this thing or you have I to like make it. out and like I loved you know, it. Fake hump and stuff. Well, By the way, fake humping is actually just humping. Yeah, and it's just you know, while not getting a boner. The funny thing is, I love acting because uh, I know it's kind of offensive if you don't get a boner, though. But uh, um, okay. no, that's why it's called really good acting. Really good acting. Uh-huh. Plus, you had to tape it down, right? Like, tape, I, I made tape. I made everybody on the set tape down their boners. <laughs> I was like, everybody, you guys need extra duct tape for your like, boners for your lady. Just in case. <laughs> um, I 
I like acting because I like that it's like an excuse that you get. You, it's like you have a free pass to make out with people if you're working. Is that why you became an actress? Maybe. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a multi-hyphenate, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm a podcasting champion. You are. Can't you see this? This is why you became a podcaster, too, is because you get to make out with that's why I'm, uh, or Aristotle. Just talk, and, yeah. Uh, it's acceptable. Aristotle's like texting his girlfriend being like, help, <laughs> get me out of here. Anyway, um, oh, yeah, I was in my relationship I can't believe I already forgot who he was, but I was already, I was dating him for about about the same amount of time you were dating Jillian. Really? I think, yeah. But, and you guys, you and Jillian went on to get married. Well, we were very new. I thought you guys had been together. We, no, we were very new. We dated for two years as teenagers. We were talking about Jeremiah Green, a drummer of Modest Mouse, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm very cool. I dated a drummer. One of, of two a really drummers. Cool, don't get carried away. Listen, every, no, one of two. two he's the original drummer, but it doesn't matter. He can go fuck himself. And he's not my boyfriend now. anymore. I don't know. They're is he two, the left drummer or the right drummer? He is the main Stage drummer. Stage right or audience right? I don't know <laughs> which guy this is. <laughs> He's the main drummer. The other person does a percussion. That's how he oh, frames. Really? That's how he frames it. One for himself. guy gets sticks, <laughs> and the other guy has to use his hands. Yeah, I was new with him. We dated as teenagers for two years, and we revisited it. And I was with him for the same amount of time you were with Jillian. And you were like, "Isn't it great? Oh my god, it's so amazing!" Uh-huh. And uh, and now you're married. I'm married. You're married. How is being uh, married different, better? Why? Mm. And I've got a million questions for you. Yeah. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Well, we can edit out whatever you want is me to edit out. Is that the first one though? How's being married? Like, yeah. It's pretty great. Is how, is it, how is it different from, like, not being well, married? Well, here's how it's different, is that you have um, publicly in front of all the people you care about, like... I was testified, there. You were there. I was testified, there. Testified, like, your love and devotion for one another. Yeah. And you never do that for a girlfriend or boyfriend. That's true. It's only when the shit gets real do you, like, stand on the side of a mountain and say that. And you exchange rings. So, therefore, like, it's very known. It's very... Um, um, hard to get out of. Not that you want to, but like part of it is that <laughs> part of it is that like this is like there's no there's no you know just whims like I changed my mind like you're in you're in it to win it like so for me it's obviously not that you want to get out of it but what what you mean is that like I know that Jill is as committed as I know I am yeah so it's like this mutual commitment as opposed to a relationship with your boyfriend girlfriend you're like oh gosh I don't do they love me as much as I love them. Or what are they thinking? Are they thinking of breaking up soon? Like, and you're married, you know that's not going to happen. I feel like getting married is so important. By the way, at your wedding, I couldn't believe I was invited. I was so honored. I went by myself. Uh, I think I ended up dating everybody that you know, yeah, you kind didn't, of. Anyway, you, didn't leave, you were never by yourself there, though. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's put a pin in mm-hmm. that. But um, I, I feel like it's such so important to get married because I don't know if I hope I don't know what I want for my own life, but I feel like marriage is a beautiful thing because all the people who are kind of with you while you guys while you were dating and starting dating or if you ever fought with Jill I don't know what your story is with her but I feel like everybody who is part of your story uh, is is there to, it's like a community supporting you being like we're here we supported this when it started as it went and now you know we're witnessing it's just your support system mm-hmm. it's very sense? old fashioned I love it I love it too it's like this is your life yeah. these are the people important to you you know, Jill, like, honestly, like, a weekend, like, I knew that I was going to marry her. You she did? Was the best. Yeah. Oh, my God. She was, okay, that's what I'm, I don't know Because I'm why. very indecisive. I'm very. You are? Uh-huh. So, okay. like, past girlfriends, you know, I'd, I've been, like, a serial monogamist, and all these relationships were great for different reasons, but I, like, there was never one relationship where I thought I was going to marry that person until Jill. Oh. Just because, like, all those little hesitations were not there anymore with the, with her. What were the hesitations? Okay, so why, why her and not previous people? Hmm. Like, is this too deep? You don't um, have to answer any of this. No, I mean, like, it's, hmm. I think it's just like there's something, like there's this perfect storm of like, obviously you want this person to, uh, on the surface, be beautiful and like excite you romantically and sexually, you know? 
that's that's she's like what gets you into relationship in the first place. Yeah. And then you want someone who's actually like brilliant in ways that you are your brain doesn't operate. So like she can make me think of things and think about things differently than I ever have, as opposed to kind of just always you don't want to like be thinking about the same stuff. You don't want someone who's just like an equal in all the same ways. It's kind of boring. And you don't want someone who's who's dumb and you gotta always explain everything to them. Yeah. That's exhausting. So you want someone who's like gonna just trigger your synapses in new ways. Yeah. And she does that. And then she, you know, you see her, you see like, oh, I could see her early on being an amazing mother. Yeah. And oh, you so want that's, kids. Uh-huh. How many kids do you want? Two. Oh, really getting into. You mm-hmm. want two kids? Mm-hmm. This is so great. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, yikes. So, so anyway, like all those things, as soon as you do check those boxes, like it doesn't take long to know that she, could, she should be the one I marry. I would ask you how you met Jill. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I keep calling her Jill. You were there, kind of. Uh, but I was. Uh, but there's a video. If anybody wants here. to know how Justin Willman met his wife, Jill, Jillian Sipkins. Jillian Sipkins. Uh, there's a video about it. She's technically Jillian Willman now. She's technically. But we're kind of like, oh, because we have to now go to the, change the passport. Oh, we you do. Change the all oh my this. God. It's so Exhausting. much work that we're like, you Jesus. know, let's just give it a little time. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's a video. It's called. Uh, Justin and Jill's Drunk History. Drunk History. I play Jill. Mm-hmm. James uh, Kirkland, my buddy, plays me. Yeah. So and yeah. part of it was actually here in Meltdown Comics. In Meltdown Comics. Yeah. Um, holy shit. Only seen by three million people. Yeah. On every news outlet. No joke. Jill and I watched it last night. You did? We haven't watched it for maybe nine months. And you had sex to it? Didn't have sex to you it. You didn't? No. Okay. No. What changes when you get married? You've only been married for like not even a year. Let's see. Probably like Ugh. seven, eight months. I can't believe all the boyfriends I made from your wedding. That was insane. Yeah, you did. I feel like I, I have you had like a diptych, except they didn't. They only what? What does that mean? What? Like I think a there dip- was like a. What does that mean? Like diptych? an Instagram square, but you can divide it up into multiple photos. And I think it was maybe you had one of I, you. Oh yeah, I did. I was. I was. I asked people. Suitors. I asked people on Instagram to choose who I should date, and uh-huh. it was like it was. Who won? Uh, who won? Well, I think I like dated them at different periods. I think I. Did you date them all? I didn't date them all. Some of them I just texted with, and they're just my friends. Like uh-huh. James, I never made out with him. Did we make out in the short film? No. no. You and I made out in the short film. I've been on your wife's podcast, so that counts as like me dating your wife, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't know. It's none of anybody's business. How dare you ask me these questions? How my dare own I ask you. Anyway, back to who I'm dating. Who you're dating? Okay. <laughs> oh, do you get jealous when you're single? Let's go back to your single life. Let's yeah. get to like listen. Girls out there love you. They have crushes on you. That's allowed. You're married. He's he's taken. He's off limits. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get back to single you so girls can imagine. God, what if I had the chance? What if I had gotten to date Justin Wilman? Do you have like crazy like you're you're a magician, comedian, actor. Ho- you do all these things. You're a multi hyphenate. Um, it's important. That's what you got to do. Uh-huh. It's the future. Oh my god, and you're so buff. I can't. Ha- I really am not. Oh my god, but- I'm. Fa- wow, <laughs> Jillian, this is like <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a. Uh, I just I'm, I'm you're really lucky. Are we rolling okay. up our sleeves over here? <laughs> Wow. Do you do CrossFit? I mean, you must be used to just dating the skinny drummer because if you think this is buff, then. I'm dating hunks now. Really? I'm actually dating men with muscles. It's like really exciting. Really? I'm only into hunks or dudes with muscles. Yeah. It's like a whole new thing for me and it makes me uncomfortable and like, but it's like. But that's your qualifier. That's, that's, that's my new that's qualifier. That's your doorway. Only in. date somebody I would have on my podcast because uh-huh. they have to be interesting, they have to be verified. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Raya certified up in this. Oh, right. I am. I'm not. I'm hidden on Raya right now. What does I, that mean? It means that like people can't see my profile. And Raya is. What does that mean? Because you are not available. Because I'm not available. Because I'm dating, and I feel like I'm working. I'm so like into working that I'm not like mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't date more than like two people. 
<laughs> but I'm I'm not saying I'm dating more than one person. But anyway, anyway, um, do you do CrossFit? Single mate? No, I don't. Okay. I have uh, a I trainer do. who comes over to my house. Really? Mm-hmm. Is She's it- lovely. It sounds very bougie, but I am so lazy that I will not go to the gym. I will not make time to work out unless I know that too famous someone's coming over and I will lose money if I don't. Fulfill wait, this obligation. Wait, what? oh, you'll lose money. I you get know, it. Like, oh my god, oh, yes. If you don't cancel twenty four hours ahead of time, it's like oh, I'm going to be paying for it anyway. I, sh- I just Fuck. need to do it in your pony. A woman? I would be furious. Mm-hmm. Jill allows this. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She's. Is the she best. in the room? It's um. It's outside. I do it outside. Do it's outside. pretty. Pretty like Jill. low budge. I just got like a pile of weights, and she brings over some bands, and oh we just god. do it up. Um. Mm-hmm. Do you? Jill joins in as well. Oh, that's good. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. We want her there. Oh my god, I'm like so. Uh, I think I like your wife more than you. I'm just kidding. I'm so, okay. but I'm like fawning over you. But then I'm like, Jill, can Jill, you hear me? Yeah. This is all for you. <laughs> it's all for this you. is all for you, Jill. <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So when you were single, do you get like weird magician groupies? Like, tell me about um, that because I know that band dudes get groupies. I'm familiar with that. Like, mm-hmm. do, you know, you've got to go on the road, and I'm, you know, you're all. I mean, I don't really get Buff. groupies. I mean, you don't really get people who, like, follow you from city to city. Well, really. I just mean in, like, that town. Relax. I'm not saying, like, okay. groupies who are, like, hitting the road for you. I am just mean, like, you know, the groupie who's, like, kind of lazy and is, like, I'm going to go to the show. And then, like, you know. For sure. So what Comedy does that look like? Groupies. Are they it, cute? Are they weird? What's the deal? They're normally cute and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it's a special kind of groupie that chooses the magicians over, like, the bands and the comics. It's a very special kind of groupie. And what does that mean? It, I mean, in that there's like two of them. Like, there's really not a lot. Like, there might be two people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I, I, I wish I, I mean, maybe I can make up a really good story. No weird stories? No, like, after, after the magic show, you, Dave, are you friends with David Blaine? After the gig. I'm, fr- I'm friendish. Who are, do you, are you friends with every, like, we're all, cool? We're all pretty, yeah, we're all pretty cool it's, for the most part. Um. I feel like I'm so thankful because because I know you and I've got I've got to be in your video that it's like I got this uh, entree into like the magic castle and like people who do stuff with birds and swords and all the card tra- it's just, it is a completely special alternate universe that like it's so oh and I loved you on love oh yeah congrats thank you. yeah so how did that come Thanks. to be that was just a random audition really mm-hmm. they didn't like. Especially ask for you. Well, I think they did. I think some some of the people, like someone who works with Judd, had seen me. At, Judd Apatow. Judd He's Apatow. To Judd Apatow. Ever heard of him? Uh, were, like I did hilarity for charity the first year, which is this Seth Rogen charity that I actually met Jill at. For the yeah. First time. And uh, hey, Jill. Judd's guys, Judd was there, and I think they had seen me and were aware of me and made sure I came in to read for this part. Yeah. So the part was like in episode seven where you're kind of like this magician at the Magic Castle, which I'm sure your listeners, if they've never been to LA, they're like, what the heck is this thing? But it's... What is it? Tell us. Tell uh, them. It's like a private members-only magician's nightclub. It's been around since 50s, 60s. And uh, you have to wear a full suit and you have to wear a dress. uh, And you have to be a guest, invited guest of a magician to get in. And you just get drunk and you have dinner and you watch magic shows. It's a lot the greatest, of yeah. It's kind of the greatest. The episode, I was annoyed because, uh, not to give the episode away too much, but uh, whatever, Jillian Jacobs is taken on a date, right? That's mm-hmm. her name? Exactly. She's taken a, uh, on a date to the Magic Castle and she completely is just like really disrespectful of, of, of the place. And I was just like so annoyed because it is such a special place. That's, so that's, you were never like that as a magic watcher. Well, I remember going on one date with a guy that I had really horrible kisses with. I don't know, I'm giving you that detail, but I mm-hmm. went on a date with a guy that I wasn't like super crazy about. And there was no real passion. He took me to the Magic Castle, and, and I wasn't 
this was like my first time going to the Magic Castle yes. years and years ago. And I remember not being as excited as I could have been. Because of him. But it was more because of him because I was like, oh, I'm with this bonehead. Am I mm-hmm. supposed to have sex with him after we're here? Like, I don't want to. Just because he took me to the Magic Castle. Like, but uh, had I been there with somebody I, or just a friend. Right. Somebody I was having a great time with. Um, but I thought her cynicism about magic is something that was very accurately portrayed. Yeah. What is that, that about? Have you gone on dates with girls where you're like, I do this great stuff? Well, and- it's not just like, I mean. Or just I probably rule out like dating anybody who thinks ma- thinks magic is like super lame. Yeah, fuck those assholes. Yeah, but I get those people in the crowd all the time. What are or, they doing there? And I there? just meet these people, not just in the magic castle. I mean, just like in life, like you know, if I'm touring, if I'm doing a comedy club or something. Very often, there's going to be someone who would never go to a magic show, who just is there because it's a comedy show. Yeah, and um, yeah, they they think of magic as I mean, it's, they're not wrong. They're just missing the fun, the point of it, in With, that they're, she, they're thinking of magic as, like, I'm stupid, apparently, if I believe this, or if I act amazed at your card trick, I'm an idiot because you must think that I really believe you have powers. When it's like, no, that's not the point at all. It's like, we're giving you a break from reality, like, yeah. letting you feel childlike wonder again. But some people don't get that. They think it's like an intelligence competition. Or do they think you're a dork because you're like, oh, it's a magician. Because even in, in the thing when you're in the Drunk History video or recreating how you and Jillian met mm-hmm. and, she, and there's like an air of like, oh, I'm, the, I'm like, ugh, a magician. It's like this weird attitude where it's like, who is this nerd? Which is very, very bizarre to think of you as a nerd because, on, you know, you look like a movie star. You know, you're gorgeous. I'm not flirting with you. Okay? I'm your friend. <laughs> I care about you. I think you're wonderful. I respect you a lot. That's all I'm saying, Jillian. I mean, uh, okay. Justin. <laughs> Justin's but, right. Um, <laughs> I know. Um, but it's just bizarre because do you get – I feel like that well, was like a, an, a a layer of that. Of her there's attitude. that thing. I mean I think because people see magicians in person so infrequently that they have an idea about them. Justin that, is taking his wedding ring off because he can oh, feel the tension. I'm fidgeting with it. <laughs> he is taking it. This is not a mistake. This is a metaphor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is my podcast. I can take it you wherever can, I want. <laughs> you can comment on anything. Go on, yeah. But people people see magicians so infrequently, so they either think they're like uh, kind of a um, you know a David Copperfieldy kind of you know open collars wind machine vibe, yeah. or like a, a birthday party magiciany, or like some creepy dude who won't leave you alone asking you to see a card trick, yeah. you know, at a bar. And I'm sure women encounter those three types before they actually encounter the bulk of what magicians are, which is which what? is. Well, there's a lot of just cool, normal, ordinary, smart men and women magicians who uh, who are lovely to be around, who you just don't get to see that often. So for Jill or for Jillian and oh, Jill and Jillian, yeah. Jacobs and Sipkins, yeah. to at least have their knee-jerk reaction be like, this is lame. I, I don't blame them. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get into magic? I heard it's because you, you had an injury. I what had an injury. How old are you? I was twelve. Okay. Just trying to impress some girls. Oh, that's what I want to know. I Four feel like, girls. I feel like everything is. You answer this quick, and then we'll go right back into how you got into magic. Is everything men do, whether it's business, bands, magic, whatever? Yeah. Just to get women. Of course. I really believe that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Thank at you. first, absolutely. Yeah. Especially as like a young, awkward kid. You were awkward? Mm-hmm. You look like a movie star. You were a dream, Honestly, but you were awkward? Well, as a young kid, I was I still look like a movie star. We're talking like Ben Savage. Cool. Oh, ben whoa. Savage whoa. Ben, Gross. yeah. <laughs> ben Sackney. And uh, <laughs> so if you can't like, I, I, could, I didn't know what, to, if I just walked up, I wouldn't know what to talk about, but I could like do some stupid shit that I thought was funny and you'd be impressed by. So I was riding my bike with rollerblades on. Oh, you my some God. Girls. The I'm girls so... were on their bikes, oh, no. but I showed up to the bike party with rollerblades on, yeah. and we're just chilling around the neighborhood, 
And at one point, we're going down a hill, going down a driveway, and I flew off. Fuck. I think my brake on my rollerblade, you know how they kind of extended three inches off the back of your roller heel? Roller blades? Uh-huh. I, I never, never did that. I would never. I'm 5'11 would... with huge feet. I was like 5'11 out of the womb. Can you imagine me wearing rollerblades? Plus, they're dorky, but like, whatever. But I, you're... Can't, I can't imagine it. You can't imagine it? You yeah, can't? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> you would be, you'd probably be like 6'4 with rollerblades like, on. I'd be like, wee, splat. <laughs> That's what I did. So I fell off. I was. Oh. It, I broke both my arms. I had a bone sticking out. These girls had to like run to neighbors' houses and call an ambulance. And my doctor recommended magic eventually, and that's how I became a magician. Recommended magic to like he like prescribed my 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 no injuries sense. weren't serious enough to need like physical therapy. Yeah, but like some sort of dexterous hobby was a good idea. Yeah, and I was perking up every time this magician would come through Children's Hospital oh. in St. Louis. Yeah, so he was like, "You should learn magic. You should learn card tricks. You should have that guy teach you a card trick when he comes back." What's dexterous? What dexterous hobby? Dexter- dexterous. That's what I am for whoever I date. I'm a You're dexterous, dexterous hobby. hobby. Oh my god. That's, um, pretty, that's a good name for a podcast. Dexterous Hobby. Dexterous Hobbies with Alexi Watts. Oh, man. Um, how old are you when you lost virginity? Um, None of my business. Just like 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Were you in love with her? Mm-hmm. You were? I was. Where is this girl? Uh, she, lives in, she lives in New Jersey. She lives in New Jersey. She's fantastic. I keep in touch with her a lot. Jill met her what? in November when we were in New York. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. She must be so bummed right she's now. She's my high school sweetheart. No, she's um, married with three beautiful kids. She's probably miserable. She's like, oh, my God, look at that drunk history. Look how happy they are. Look how no, beautiful Jillian the, is. I mean, she's the greatest. No, she tells Jillian how. I mean, she, I think she wants to probably have sex with Jillian. <gasps> really? Uh-huh. None of my business. We can edit all of this out. Oh, my God, I'm afraid to ask you things. Sarah. What? Did they have sex no, with No, 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 no. This is, I see you in a certain way. Okay. You are so nice. You are so handsome. You are so loving and kind. You're like, this. these are all good things. Like, how do you do it? Is there some sinister monster lurking within? How are you this like, am I wrong to think like, you, d- you did a TED talk, right? Didn't you do, I remember you telling me you did a TED talk. Mm-hmm. What was the TED talk about? About um, magic, probably. Why I'm a magician, actually. Why you're a magician? Yeah. Find it. Find the link yeah. on the World Wide Web. TEDx talks. It's a TEDx talk. Oh, which is what? Kind of that's like JV TED talk. Oh, whatever. Don't you do that to yourself. Don't <laughs> okay. you do that to my, my nice friend, Justin Millman. Um, so what you're asking is like, where's the, where are the demons? Where are the demons? And I was going to, and I, and I didn't, I don't, I, if, if you were someone else I didn't know, very well i'd be mm-hmm. like have you and julian ever had a threesome or do you guys get weird blah blah but i don't want to ask you that because i know you and i don't want to like offend you or put you in a weird position and i feel like you're also like so like such a good upstanding guy but you're in t- like but you can be good i mean you can be good and upstanding and still have where are the demons then well not i mean Justin? when you say demons it doesn't have to be like or where's the darkness evil, or the weirdness evil shit where you've done you've hurt people but it's more like what's lurking beneath the surface i want to know tell us everybody um, everybody now you, let's see what's lurking oh i can't wait for the text when you're like half hour out of here you're like hey remember when i was like telling you about all that <laughs> hey, remember uh, of this? 7 minutes to <laughs> 78 minutes yeah. um can we mute that can we just mute all that please thank well, no, you no what where are my demons let's see hmm. um well, I used to do oh, a lot of drugs, like, secretly, like a hidden functional drug addict. What kind of drugs? Um, like, coke and speed. I used to do speed when I was a teenager. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we're out. Thanks well, for the conversations. It's really great. You heard it here first and last. All right. Um, like, I, I, um, I mean, and I also, I mean, I smoke a lot of pot. I've been smoking pot since I was like 13 years old. So if there's any like demons or darkness, it's like I, I probably wish that I didn't like uh, have kind of um, alcohol or pot as much a part of my life as I do now. I went to rehab when I was 25. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. 
for for um, for speed. Oh my god, I did too when is I was speed like is seventeen. Math the same thing. Yes, it's the exact same thing. I I never say meth because speed sounds so much cooler. Better. Oh, meth sounds, sounds dirtier. When you see speed, it just reminds me of Sandra Bullock and Keanu. It's and you're true. Like, oh, cool. Well, Let's if keep they it high did brow, it, yeah. If they did it, then we could do it. <laughs> That's so bizarre. Okay, did yeah. you come from a good family or like a great family? It, or parents or, are still married. Yeah, you've met my sister. Yes. Um, from St. Louis, Missouri. You went to rehab in the thing. That's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's twenty five. Oh my God. So I moved to LA when I was 22 after college. And then um, <clears throat> just, you know, you're, you're out here and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do. Like, I came out here, you know, to do magic, but then you randomly get a commercial agent, you're going on commercials, and you're like, boy, I'm not good at this. And boy, I keep not getting anything. And then you go on these acting auditions and you get really, really close. So you get this tease all the time. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, just I, I can't imagine. I mean, I got out of that game just because I couldn't handle the... Is that true? The tease of it, yeah. Oh, my God, because I look at you and I'm like, his life is flourishing. He's amazing. Everything he does, everything he t- touches turns to gold. You're such a, a go-getter, and I would never imagine Well, I it. just like doing things that I know why I'm doing it and know why I'm doing it well. Like, so magic, I can wrap my head around. Yeah. Magic or comedy or, like, live performance, but, like, picking up a script and, like, trying to figure out what they're going for and what they want and... Yeah. Just me never really feeling like I'm nailing it. Well, that's good that you yeah. follow, follow your gut, and that's such an important thing. Where it's like a lot of people don't do that. You like, it's important to like follow your gut. Go, I'm. I don't like this. It doesn't make me happy. I'm good at this. I'm going to follow what I'm good at. What I'm getting validated for, which is like you know. Your- well, yeah, and then also maybe it's just the fact that like I didn't feel as special when I'm like one of oh. thirty dudes in a room reading yeah. the same page and a half just to get, try to get this part. You know, you just kind of don't feel special. As you do when you're like the only guy who's, you, you know, you're the only you doing your act or whatever it is you do. So, um, and then I also have like a, I think I had it uh, when, I, when I was out here, like uh, addicted to like productivity, like not wanting to, I feel guilty if I was lazy. Oh, and I think that's where like, you know, uppers come in. Yeah. And that you kind of just want to always be on, minimize sleep, maximize productivity. So and at first, I think drugs create this beautiful illusion to you where you really think that they're working, and then like it switches at some point, and you're like, "Whoa, I just spent three hours organizing my toothbrushes." Yeah, Swiffering. And they are a mess. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you? Because I, I mean, I'm changing the subject a bit, but it's like I find that like for me, even dating, I'm so like such a hustler. Always want to be working, doing something to like whatever. Uh, so sometimes I, I would feel like oh my God, dating is exhausting. I'm wasting my time. I should be like focusing on work stuff. So if sometimes I like cut people out of my life or I just get cold and I stop dating because I want to be working, working, working. So how do you find the balance? Because I even remember from your vows, you know, with Jill when it's like she kind of, something being mentioned, like she was this nice balance for you where she reminded you to just like take moments, you know, away mm-hmm. from that kind of like on your grind hustle or whatever mm-hmm. they say in the, I don't know, the rap world. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, how did you find? How do you find the balance to like be in a relationship and work? Well, I think um, I mean even before Jill, I think I was always really, really hard at the balance, and that I'd get into a relationship, and once you get past like the really fun three you know, months, three months where it's just awesome and yeah. great, and then you like settle in and you start taking each other for granted. Like the pattern was always that I would just be a workaholic and that I would be neglecting the relationship and was never making time and. Then I was just, you know, I was the one who was gradually kind of screwing it up yeah. over and over again. Probably three relationships in a row before Jill. What was your longest one? Um, ever? Yeah. 
Well, my Alice, my the virginity girlfriend, the oh, high school girlfriend, we were together. The one who's like, miserable now, uh-huh, kicking totally miserable. herself. We trying were to... together from like 15 till 21. Wait, 15 till, sorry, not 15 till 19. So oh my like God. Junior year of high school Jesus. to like sophomore year of college. Yeah. Um, that was like four years. And then uh, three years, two years, two years. Wow. So that's, yeah. you mean serial monogamy? Serial. Do some men really like just being in a relationship because it's like easy or... What? Well, I think it's like, and I would have never said I was, but I think as soon as then I was out of a relationship and I'm like single again, and you're like, oh man, I'm going to put in a good year of just having fun. Yeah. And then like two months in, you're like, I'm lonely. Why is, you felt lonely I'm or you lonely. just, or you just or like, just don't like, know any I other want, way? I want, I want to love somebody again. You do? I want to be loved again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not that kind of guy who can just, just bar it up every night. And, yeah. You know, you, you put in maybe a little bit at that time and then you're like, Phew. This is let's let's start looking for the one. Wow. So sometimes yeah. men are good because I'm dating right now and I just always assume like men are sinister and they don't want a thing. And then I want but I'm also idealistic. I want to believe that like men are good and could love me and I could be in a healthy, nice thing. Well, like I always w- I mean, there are times where I wished that I could where I didn't want to get back in a relationship where I like oh. I thought like I feel like I'll grow more if I'm single longer. You yeah. Know? Like imagine being single for a whole year and really getting to know yourself but then it just I, – I didn't, I didn't like it. You probably learn more in a relationship because that's when you have to like see yourself reflected in someone else's eyes and they're like – you do, like what do, what do the girls you date get mad at you for? Or what does Jillian – what does Jill get mad at you for? Is it um, just the work stuff or – none of my business, but like tell me. Well, yeah. I mean huh. being on my phone too much. I mean I've – I got my – I think I got my shit together before, before Jillian or at least like I, I, I worked out my own personal kinks. Like I, I fixed okay. the things that I kept being told – I was ruining things by doing, for example, um, my, you know, um, working too much, not making time for the relationship, um, uh, just, um, well, I guess those are the, those are the most important things. However, then in the previous relationships where I always knew I wasn't going to end up with them, yeah, I felt like that would kind of come out. Like, I would always be like, no, it's great, everything, I love you, it's great, you know, we're good. But there was something that would, like, something on my sleeve that they would read where uh, where they knew that I wasn't in it for the long haul. And, how- and then that kind of st- slowly deteriorates the relationship. Almost maybe into, almost me forcing them to be the ones to, to end break it up with because you. I'm too nice. Oh, God, But oh. that's not nice. That's like... That's what I used to do, too. That's not nice. That's a passive-aggressive dumping. Yeah. So that's an example of me, like, maybe, yeah, that's, that's not cool. So I learned to not do that anymore. So how long, from when you know that you're not into it anymore mm-hmm. to when you leave, how much time? Like a year? Six sometimes months? That, sometimes. No, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't like, it hard to communicate? Oh, my God, I hate breaking. It's like, well, so, it's so, horrible because you, cause I, I'm so indecisive that sometimes I won't trust myself and I'll be like, oh, man, we just had a great week. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's it is okay. cool. Yeah. But, then, but then it's like you're hesitant to plan a vacation or to, <sighs> to buy plane tickets three or four months out because you're like, yeah. So what if we break up by then? We might not be together in three months. Oh my! We can't God. plan a trip. Can I get my money back? Is it refundable? Fuck. But so, yeah. so, 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 like, okay. Wait. How long was your? Okay. How much time? How long have you been single? But 
Before Jill? Before Jill. And then that was like a real long relationship you were in before Mm -hmm. that, right? I'd been single maybe five months before Jill. Five months? And how long Mm -hmm. was the the relationship before? God, I'm Um, really getting in. On and off for two and a half years. Two and a half years. Is that girl just like, there's none of I don't know her. I'm sorry. None of my business. We'll cut out whatever you want. Just tell me. Shut the fuck up. Alexa, I don't want to answer that. That's Uh on you. I'm still going to ask. Yep. Um, Why? Oh my God, this is too personal. Too personal. But like, was it a timing thing? Or it's just like, we're... Why Jill? Why not that last girl? And is she has she hung herself? Is she in a closet in a cubby hole? Can we not find her? Is no, that the she's, smell? <laughs> she's doing great and she's fantastic. <laughs> okay, and, cool. Um, I mean, my five months. Oh uh-huh. my god! If my ex modest mouse mm-hmm. boyfriend gets married, yeah, no, fuck it, I'll be fine. Doesn't matter. I'm good. Right, be fine. I'm dating. I'm cool. I'm dating I cool mean, people. I think. <laughs> yeah, plural, I got this. I got this. Cool I mean, just one person. Just one person. Uh-huh. No, I'm not claimed. If anybody wants to claim me, gotta fucking claim me. Come you, on up to the crow's nest. You, know, you gotta like you know. Claim a girl. Uh, you do have to claim. You've got to say like, I want you to be my girlfriend. I think, just real quick with the previous girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Because it, it was kind of on and off in that she and I were both codependent oh, a little bit. Love that passion. And you kind of brings out the codependency in me when you see it in her. So you kind of like need each other, but then you're like, ah, oh, this is not going to work. So I, I think I always knew that it wasn't the one that was meant to be, but. Um, she was lovely, fun, and we'd inspire each other in different ways, but it just never felt right. But also, like, if there's never, like, something huge that's wrong, why end this thing? Like, Ugh. why throw out the baby with the bathwater? So then it just it sometimes goes on longer than it should. And then you break up, and then you get back together because you're codependent, and you break up, Oof. back together. Brutal. Wait, mm-hmm. when you're dating or courting or whatever it is that people do now, did you ever, do you call, did you call Jill? Was it mainly texting stuff? Because I'm wondering nowadays, it's like, I'm like, should I be mad at people I date for not calling me and they only text, even though, like, I prefer texting, but I'm like, should we, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I remember, I think I called her early on after our first date and like yeah. left her a long message yeah. or something like that. And she saved it for a long time just because she thought it was so unusual yeah. that I actually called and left a long message. But honestly, for me, I, I just hate texting. I hate You hate texting? Oh, you typing. like phone calls. Uh-huh. Let's bring back the phone call. Because I can get it, I can say what I want to say quicker. I think it's like while old... walking my dog or driving. Yeah, he has a but dog. But texting requires full attention and spelling and... And you're bound to like have typos and yeah. like it's auto, you know, it's, I, I kind of hate that. Yeah. I'm listening to the Aziz Ansari modern romance book uh-huh. and he's just talking about texting and blah, blah. And I, I feel like uh, I have to say this podcast, I'm, I'm listening to that. I'm talking about you and your relationships and courting and blah, blah, blah. Yakety schmackety. I feel like phone calls that like people have to start doing phone calls again. Yeah, I like phone calls. Even if you don't pick up, I like leaving a good message. You're married, though, so it doesn't count. I mean, we, who cares? Well, okay. but I mean, like, before I was even married, like, I think leaving a good message is great. Like, yeah. even if even if you don't call, you can just do one of those little voice texts. Uh, oh, my God, I love Isn't those. Those are so romantic and fun and exciting. It's so fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um. Oh, geez. What was I going to FaceTiming, ask? little much. FaceTiming, that's my nightmare. Right. Somebody tried to FaceTime me. I was like, who the fuck do you think? You, I, I can't do it. Oh, my God, get out of here. Right. Um, <laughs> do you... Oh, do you think men? Oh, wait, do you and uh, do you and Jill fight, or is there jealousy at all, or is there funny fun jealousy? Oh man, because well, jealousy is all. I've always had a hard time with jealousy. I think I'm a jealous person. I'm a very jealous person. I think that's kind of sexy, though. I like a a light cash jealousy, not like mm-hmm. a real jealousy, but like yeah, real jealousy is super annoying. Like yeah, I've but- I've really messed up previous relationships with just constantly being like, where, where, why didn't you pick up? Where are you? What are you doing? Yeah, like I'll be out of town on the road, and I remember. Uh, a couple exes ago, like just driving her insane. But you were the one on the road. You were mm-hmm. the one more likely to cheat, maybe. Right. Oh, and then my, and then my, my previous girlfriend was was very jealous and would constantly be thinking <gasps> I was up to stuff. And you didn't when like I that. Wasn't. What did you feel about her jealousy? Oh, well, it becomes. I love it. 
Feels sexy. Mm. It almost becomes like uh, a little bit of it is kind of nice. But then if it's you really if you're not even believing me when I'm telling you the truth, Ugh. it kind of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and you're like, gosh, you're thinking you're assuming that I'm cheating on you when I'm not. So you're basically I could actually be cheating on you. And you would think the same right you're here. You're so right. This is twist. I mean, it's twisted logic. But yeah, it's like, I, I've done that in the past. Yeah. yeah, you're not even giving me the benefit of being honest with you because you really think that I am lying to you. Um, so why am I being a good person? So right now? do you and Jillian fight about stuff, or is there any jealousy yeah, with you guys? Jill's not jealous at all. Jill's. I'm, oh yeah, you know what? Not she, jealous at all. She told which me. Which is refreshing. And oh my god, she did. She said that's her superpower. I remember us talking. Best. She is the cutest angel face dreamboat. I mm-hmm. cannot believe this. She let me take a shower with you. Oh, she let Come you. On. We were doing a job, and we were wearing our undies. Wait, was I topless? Your loss. I, I was wearing a bra. Topless. I was not topless. I was topless. Were you? Oh, definitely. I don't remember that at all. I had a top on. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she said her superpower is that she doesn't get jealous, and That's I, true. I get so. Jealous. I don't know how she does that. Well, I mean, I guess she's just cool. Um, but you get jealous with her. And we'll end this whole I do get jealous. You do. That's cool. Yeah. Shouldn't the man? Shouldn't the man always love? And the she girl? loves it. She does. I know because I know better than to take it as far as I used to take it. Because I know that. I mean, obviously, when you're married, the jealousy is is not as severe. Because yeah, you're like, like we lock this down. She's got a husband. Yeah, you know, it's cool. We locked it down. Um, but um, but yeah, I'm jealous. Depending on you know. What she's up to or who she's with and stuff. Um, but do you guys like fight? Do you have passionate arguments or is it just like smooth sailing? No, we, 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 we fight a little bit. You do? Yeah. That's all right. It's good. I mean, it's, it's always, I wouldn't say, I mean, sometimes fight, but it's just I think we both care so much about the same things, but sometimes don't communicate it always in the way that makes sense to the other person. So you kind of end up. You know, like defending what you said when it's like, well, we both mean the same thing, but why are you defending a misunderstanding? Do you think I'm all over the place here? Uh-huh. Do you do you think it's more important for the man to love the woman, or is this like an ego trip? Because I feel like it's more important. I feel like the man has to love the woman more than the woman loves the man. Yeah, like well, not as far as like dating. Well, how would boyfriend. you ever know who loves who more? Oh, you know. Can't you know? I feel like I I've dated people where I'm like, oh, wow, I run this show. Not run the show, but I can tell like you've cast a spell on someone. Hmm. Well, I, I have been in relationships where I've been told that I don't love them as much as they love me. And did you agree? Um, You're like, yep, that's why I'm not in the relationship well, anymore. <laughs> I didn't agree, but I agreed in the back of my head. I was yeah. like, shit, you're right. Oh, you're man. right. Yeah. Um, with Jill, it's never, I think we both have always felt equally invested yeah i mean we're just we just got really lucky that you're just so like, good looking you both of you're just so good looking well, it's, it's like, like a the, curse i think i just have like learned a lot about how to like just be a be a like quality half of a relationship and jill's just cool she's just she's cooler she's cooler than me uh and she's way cooler in a relationship than me so it makes me want to rise to the occasion and be like as well adjusted. Oh, that's important. Oh mm-hmm. man. Now let's get back to when you were single. Okay, so we, I mean, we have, you have a hard out at. Uh, oh, I do. What time? Uh, one fifty. One fifty? No, we'll get you out of here at one thirty. Okay. We'll get you out of here at I'm just making sure. I mean, sure. I'm giving you my latest hard out. Listen. Okay. Good. Yeah, we're good. We you got, got time. you got that. You got that. Aristotle's on it. And he knows you, what he's I mean, doing. And if we're in the middle of like a great some juice, thing. listen, we're just, we're just doing it. Um, I want to know some weird. T- you were on Tinder. I don't want to walk out of here soft. Okay. You'll never Heart walk out, out of here only. soft. You will never walk out of here soft. Okay, Jillian. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just a casual joke. So we're just like riffing or whatever. Um, I love that. Like it looks like you were packed a lunch or something. You've got like you can't see this. I should actually be, um, not periscoping. Are you on Snapchat? 
No. You gotta, I mean, I hey, have an account, but I... You got to be Snapchatting. I was Snapchatting before all you guys were Snapchatting. No, you're too young I, not I, to I be. I got over it no. before all you guys thought This is what it's it happening. Cool. Well, now I'm, I'm on it. it. This is, it's happening now. now. Every, I know. Kim K just got on it, whatever that means. Like oh. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> but why? Why is everybody... Uh, because Aristotle's I mean, going to get on it. He's going he's he's gonna to love it. Aristotle's going to love it. <laughs> it's not enough time. Yes, sir. No. Time. What you do I'll now... tell you the problem is that it goes away after 24 hours... I like to like you save it to your phone to do yeah you put it on but, your Instagram you fucking get the followers from Instagram then they come to Snapchat yeah. listen you got to do it you got to do it <laughs> so many platforms there are so many it's platforms just to jump off of let's navigate all of them um, have you gone to Button Mash there's this new place oh, called Lord have you heard about this place no it's is not it a, a restaurant it's, it's is not, this a bar it's is not this an a app speakeasy it's like it's a place called Button Mash it's like just this cool place where they've got food and beer mm-hmm. you like alcohol you said you did it sounds like a mashed potato place for people who age backwards um. Oh my god! It Benjamin could it, it could be that it could be that. Um, no, it's like this place where they have like pinball games and I don't know. It's just a new, sounds I just, like good sober fun. Anyway, <laughs> is it a BYOB? You need to bring a flask. <laughs> there is alcohol and food there. It's just a very hip, youthful, fun place. For, forget it. I've I wasted this information on you. I shouldn't even have told you. Anyway, okay. at Los Angeles, if you're in town, go to a place I'll called Button Mash. I'll um, look it up. Okay, so you were on Tinder. Right? Um, Were you ever on Tinder? I was on Tinder. Yeah. For br- yeah, for that brief time before Jill. Oh my never, god! Never, never met up with anybody from you Tinder. You didn't? Never. Why? Oh my god! Uh, I can't never... believe you're on Tinder. Well, That's like embarrassing. Is it? You're too handsome. Well, this is. You should have been on Raya, but it didn't exist. Raya yet. didn't exist yet. That's true. And I'm... Tinder was new. Okay. Bad. Okay. Tinder was new and cool then. This is when the, the hip times. But never, never met up. Yeah. Never met up uh, because There's a lot of dick pics. You send dick pics? I can't believe you just told me that. Exclusive, Love Alexi exclusive, Justin Willman. <laughs> I've never sent a dick pic. Good. Never sent one. Nobody wants to see a dick pic. No. But put your wedding ring back on. Okay. <laughs> so, Say dick pic. The wedding ring still, goes yeah, on the index did. finger for some reason. Um, Jill and I have, and Jill was on Tinder a couple of times. She's actually gone on some Tinder dates. She did, right? and she's super hot. So that there is, goes your theory. No, I'm just fucking around. Yeah, my god. So she's what she's lucky. so smoking. Everyone was like, "Are you a bot? I thought nice I would, robot. Yeah, bot. she looks like she could just be a hot fembot. A hot bot. Oh my god, she's got a hot body. Oh uh, yeah. Do you? Um, yeah, yeah. But we we've actually played a game now. We do a game called the Tinder game. Sometimes we did this at Christmas. Did Jill tell you about this? No. Well, we both created a t- new Tinder account. You do? Uh-huh. But I get to pick <gasps> which pictures she uses in hopes that I'm u- choosing actual pictures of her but <gasps> where she looks as undesirable as possible. Oh, my God. And then Fuck I pick pictures of me where I look as desirable as possible. And then we go through and we both swipe right for a good 10 minutes. And then we just wait to see who gets the most messages. Oh, my God. And I've almost never even gotten a message. And Jill's, like, blown up. Even though she's in sweatpants? Even from, like, like shit pics. smeared on her face? Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I think I picked one of them, like where she was like she had legit zombie makeup on. What are you looking for? Are you trying to have a threesome? I'm, uh, um, no, I don't think we're. We joke about that, but I don't think that's. I had a dream. Oh my god, this is totally disrespectful. Never mind. I had a dream. I had a threesome with you and Jill. Isn't that funny? How's that disrespectful? And because I Doesn't love get your more wife. More respectful. Doesn't get more respectful than that. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, what was I doing? Holding the microphone? I was just like, Jill, you're so beautiful. Who is this bonehead? Get him out of here. And she's like, he's my husband. I'm sorry. He has to be here. We made these Tinder accounts. <laughs> it's a deal. How about we play oh the Tinder God. game and we both get matched with Alexi? <laughs> I'm not on Tinder. I'm on Raya. Sorry. Okay? Yeah. Illuminati Tinder. Um, man. Anyway, oh, so that's the Tinder game. That's the Tinder mm-hmm. game. Do you get... Uh, we're very tangential here mm-hmm. at Love Alexi. I want to hear more about your teenage speed years. 
Oh, God. Have I you just talked want... about that on the pod yet? Yeah, a little bit. It's like weird because it's like, you know, probably you can relate to this. I don't identify. Like, I don't want people to think of me like that. Because I, I feel, feel like that all the time. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, I yeah. never talk about it. Yeah. Oh, God. Well. I mean, I mean, Jill's mom might be listening to this probably hearing that for the first time. Well. But now that's like 10 years ago. That's so, so long ago. Like, I like yeah. tried. To, I like was doing speed. I wanted to be really skinny. I was like 15, 16 at the time. And like, you know, I, I love the feeling that like warm rush over you not to like whatever. Uh, recreate whatever that word is. Um, the feeling of it. And then. I the come downs were so intense. Oh my god, I'm gonna get in and out of this as quickly as possible. Sorry. The come downs were so I brought it up before. The come downs were so intense and I would get so depressed and I think I did speed to be very skinny. Then I got addicted to it. Uh-huh. And you can't stop. And I couldn't stop. It was so fucking addictive. And um oh God, my mom was like she would see me from different angles and I would look like I was eighty years old because I was like so slender. You know, I was like yeah. so fucking emaciated. And uh and I tried to commit suicide oh when I, when I was like 15 years old. I was in a, I, I swallowed like 350. Oh my god, this is getting this is turning dark. This is getting a little too real for an upbeat uh, nerdist podcast. But I, <sighs> real quick, it's relatable. Um, yeah, on a, I was coming down from speed and I swallowed like 350 pills and was in a coma for two weeks when oh I was like god. 15 or 16 years old. And then when I woke up, my mom had to make the decision if she was gonna like uh, um, put me in like a whatever not a mental institution but someplace like a facility and i was like mommy mommy no i promise i'll never do drugs again i'll never do drugs again and she didn't know whether or not to trust me mm-hmm. or to lock me up in an institution or whatever and uh luckily she didn't lock me in because when they lock you into like at a government facility they d- the government decides when they let mm-hmm. you out and so i she like, would be relinquishing parental all parental control. stuff and then i thought oh, it's gonna be like terminator 2 or terminator where like laura croft is in there and like the orderly's like licking her face and raping her and i was like don't put me in the institution and i woke up and i like never did drugs again i wow. never did drugs again i drink and uh but uh never again like wow. never you know yeah. so don't do drugs guys that's that's the uh, the takeaway from me takeaway. and justin wilman don't do drugs that's but intense. like but sometimes like pot and alcohol is okay yeah i'm proud of you yeah that's but, crazy uh, but i did go to like rehab every day after school and had like group therapy blah 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 yeah, can you smack yeah. Me, so. i mean i can't imagine going through that when you're that young before you i mean oh my god have you don't even have much figured out <clears throat> at all like yeah. to have that happen when you're a teenager is crazy yeah thank god i didn't go into a career where i need constant validation <laughs> from like strangers you know <laughs> thank god podcast I'm so- is going great by the way <laughs> It's really fun. <laughs> it's getting really intense. But anyway, back to Tinder. So, okay, <laughs> um, well, okay. This has to do a little bit with alcohol and stuff and like uh, self-medicating. But mm-hmm. like, so you're a performer. Yeah. Do you get nervous? I mean, we were jumping. This is a very, uh, whatever, segueing to this. But do you get nervous before you perform? And do you, how do you deal with that? Um, like, do you drink before a performance? or I do sometimes. You do? Mm-hmm. It's not the best. But I, I don't get nervous before, like, you know, like, just, like, a gig, like, a regular gig, unless there's something to it that is, like, if I'm doing a short spot on a show with a bunch of amazing people, like, like if I'm what? just doing 10 minutes, yeah. you know? Oh. Uh, like, just the other day, like, I, you know Jimmy Pardo? Yeah, yeah. So I did, like, the Podcast-a-thon. Oh, wow. And I'm watching this, is like, an amazing lineup. I'm following John Hamm. and Holy you know, shit. And I'm, like, now I'm, I'm super nervous. I'm just doing, like, 10 minutes, and yeah. I'm going to do some tricks, but I'm just, like... Just really nervous that it's not like a womp womp. Who booked this guy? Oh, wow, that bring would back never the famous happen. people. Oh, you're so cute. You know, yeah. so like you know, mouth dry. You know, kind of just like uh, you know, like yeah. and it's probably all in my head. Most of people just think you know, you know, you go into autopilot. If you just you know, you always do okay. But I'll get super nervous then. But if I'm doing a show at a club or if I'm on the road or something, um, 
I kind of wish I got a little nervous, which is why maybe I'll have a drink or two before a show just to just to throw me some little curveball. Yeah. Not the best, probably healthiest uh, technique. Oh, because then you're like at odds with yourself because you're like, I'm a little bit well, tipsy. Well, just a little bit. You're like... just kind of like, all right, now, all right, let me, now I have to really think about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it as opposed yeah. to purely autopilot. You know what I mean? Are you happy right now in your life? Like, are you happy? Do you feel fulfilled? Like... Um, real deep here. <laughs> I am happy overall. Absolutely. You are. You yes. are. Oh, that's yes. great. Yeah. I'm very happy with my choice to get married. I'm very happy with my wife and my house and my home life. Oh, you have a beautiful house. Oh my god, you're uh, such a beautiful house. I and love a, my house and a cool car. I remember being like, God, you're so attractive. And my dogs, <laughs> wonderful dogs. And a nice car. Yeah, beautiful dogs. But I feel like I'm I'm in a struggle to feel artistically expressed, creatively expressed. Like I feel like the I, I do my act. That is kind of like a collection of bits and things that I've written over the past maybe eight years. Some are older than others. Some I'm still doing even though they don't feel like fresh or relevant to me. You know, So sometimes I'm a little more jealous of comics who will just be doing all material they just wrote in the past nine months. Yeah. And so this is everything they're doing and saying is them now what they really believe and feel. Whereas I sometimes feel like I'm going up there and I'm like, you know, where I'm doing the greatest hits. You know, and I might have a new bit or two. It takes a long time to like work a magic trick or routine into the show where it's funny, means something, and also the magic is good, you know? Um, so sometimes I feel a little frustrated that I'm not like as, as um, just authentic on stage with all my material as I would like to be. So how can you change that? Or like what's your plan well, to change like, that? Well, like I'd like to shoot a special, like a, a quote-unquote stand-up magic special. Get it out there and then ditch that entire hour and never do it again. You like, can do be that. Be forced to write something new. Yeah. But I feel like I be stupid to just ditch that hour before shooting the special. Oh. So I like want to because I'm like I want to document it. I like want to get it out there. Yeah. Properly and then move on as opposed to just saying, well, no one wants a special for me, so let me just scrap everything. Oh my god, you gotta over. shoot. You gotta get a gotta shoot a special. Your best friend. Yeah. You gotta get your best friend to produce it and do it. Yeah. Which one? A Franklin? You mean? Um, no, not Adam. Oh my God. I'm blanking. Who's my best friend? Oh my God. Who's my best friend, Alexi? I'm blanking. Chelco. Chelco is. Of course. <laughs> oh my God. I'm no, so we've been sorry, talking Chelco. about it. We've got a cool idea for a special. Okay, good. Oh yeah. my God. So I never dated Chelco. No. But talked about it a no, lot. But, but everybody was like, he's Barrett's material. You're going to love him. But I'm mm-hmm. like, that's I think not what Alexi love. wants to hear ever. That's not true. Are you sure? I, I would love to get married. Mm-hmm. I would love to. I want somebody to want to marry me. But you want to decide if they're marriage material. You don't want someone to set you up and be like, Alexi, this is the guy you're going to no, marry. No, he's great. I don't know. We didn't have the thing. And plus, the timing was bad. And like, it's, it's okay to be friends with people. It's okay to be friends. You know. Is it? I think so. I think no, so. Sword swallower. Yeah. Made out with a sword swallower. Mm-hmm. Taught him a thing or two. All right. Okay. All right. Um, who else was there that I dated? Oh, Todd. Todd Strauss-Schulson. Yes. Had a make out. Had one date. Oh. He's going to be on the podcast, I think. I bet he will. Uh, I don't know why I'm going down this list of all your friends. All right, what were we talking Okay, so do you meditate? Um, to get, no. leave it specified drinking. We're talking about artistically fulfilled. Fulfillment and, oh, yeah. So. Like, I'll tell you, like, um, yeah, so so that's, I, I kind of want to feel more fulfilled. And Thank you, you know for, how yeah. 
you know how in, in LA, like you have these projects that you're super excited about, but then it might be six months until they come to fruition mm-hmm. if they ever do. So it's like such a big tease sometimes. These projects that you're like really passionate about, and then by the time they finally happen, you're like, wait, what was this again? Yeah, what, what the fuck what, are we what, doing? What, what, what are we? What's happening? Well, what are you working on now? Are you just touring? Or are you like because mm. because you do so many like so? Do you hate hosting stuff? I, I don't want to say that. No, I hate. I like hosting fun things. You do. Mm-hmm. All right, you don't like talking about cupcake wars, right? Yeah, not who you are. It. Let's leave it. I, no, it was, I, I have it nothing to like, ask about it. I got nothing to say about it. <laughs> have you ever watched it? I haven't. Cool. I mean, oh, no. I mean, neither. I've never watched a whole one. I don't have proper TV. I only have Apple TV. Where am I supposed to watch it? I mean, it's on Netflix and everything. It's okay. Oh, my God. What, I'm supposed to lust after you? A man who's married and taken? I don't think who's, he's watched that show and lust after me. <laughs> Binge eat, You'd perhaps? watch that show and want to set up the host with all your guy friends. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Who's the other host? No, I'm the host. Oh. Guy friends. I mean, I'm on that show wearing pastel shirts talking about icing. You got know, it. You're, not marriage you're insinuating you're gay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. I love how like I forgot where we were going with this conversation because where you're also going? no, but oh, because expo- you're because you're a host, you brought us right. But you're like, we're talking, Alexi. We're talking about fulfillment. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Justin, for getting us back on track. Well, for you talking about create, do, am I happy? Am I do I fulfill? Yeah. Is that where this started? Do yeah. you feel fulfilled? Like I asked you about nerves and whether or not you meditate. And you said you drink, you're like I don't meditate. I drink heavily before every <laughs> show because I am dead inside. Just kidding. Well, <laughs> you read through my. I drink one drink before I go on stage, yeah, I know. and you were able to decode that. To be like he's drunk all the time. <laughs> oh my god! If you've Aristotle. seen it perform, he's drunk. Aristotle, Aristotle's leaving. Bye, give Aristotle. Me, see give it. me a flask. You know why he's oh. leaving? Because I, I bought him a Starbucks before the show. <laughs> oh, he's, he's he pissing. Has to be. Okay, now let's talk about. Dirty oh my god, shit. I can't let's believe talk about it. Poor no. porn right here. While he's gone, he'll never know. Do you watch porn? He doesn't listen back to this. He does not give a fuck. Yeah. Do you uh, watch porn? And should I be upset if guys watch porn? Um, don't, you don't have to answer any of these questions. No, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do watch porn. I don't watch a lot of porn. Yeah, you're married to a real hot babe. Whatever. I mean, um, that doesn't mean anything, actually. But yeah, I don't watch a lot of porn. I and I and my guy friends they talk about watching porn and, and jerking off way more of often their, than I do in front of their girlfriend. No, no, no. I mean, but okay. they 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 reference you know jerking off way more than I do. I don't know why that is. I think they're trying to fuck you. They're trying to like be like, I wonder how Justin will react to this. Maybe. What's that? Uh, um. I went on a date with a guy one time, and he like kept talking about like uh, how how hot other girls are, like actresses, and like he was like, "Oh, I used to be in love with her, or whatever." And I have this podcast. Mm-hmm. I talk about whatever I want to talk. You have about. a podcast. I have this thing we're doing right now. It's uh, we're living large on it right now. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I'm gonna go kill myself. But uh, just kidding. I fought so hard not to die. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but uh, I talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about about guys making out, past relationships, yakety schmackety. And then if a dude I'm dating like says another girl is pretty, like mm-hmm. a movie star, because that still matters. We live in Los Angeles. We can meet all these people to sure. Chateau Marmont at any moment right. or the Magic Castle. Um, I hate it. I just I internalize it and I immediately think like, oh, my God, I'm not your bro. That's disrespectful. We can meet these people anywhere. And uh, does that mean I'm ugly? I, I assume like if a guy says another girl is pretty or you ever had a crush what on her. What context? Like, a bil- like, like you like pass a, a billboard? Like a movie or star. Or like we're talking about a TV show or a movie star or mm-hmm. whatever. Or, and he goes like, oh, yeah, she's so hot. I used to be in love with her. And then I'll be like, oh, my God, does that mean I'm ugly? Why is he telling me this? Because I'm an ugly monster and he... If she's that, I can't be that to him. What are your thoughts? This is your internal monologue. This, this is my internal. To him. <laughs> Probably both. Knowing me, it's like I'm trying to not. I'm trying to stifle the crazy a bit, but now people have access to my podcast, so you can always hear my inner monologue, right? Hmm. Yeah, that's true. This so, is your. So would you say that to Jill? Would you? Would well, you and Jill I have talk said. About- yeah, we've talked about. Let's see. She knows who I who I like. I love Kate Upton. You know. Oh, so you just say the shit and it's okay, and she gets she it. She knows who I follow on Instagram and stuff. You yeah. know, I love me some Kate Upton and Scar Joe. Yeah. 
Um, who else? She could probably tell you. Um, and she, you know, I, I know not to go on and on about it too much. Yeah, dudes, don't go on and on about it. But she, yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like, um, if she were, might be different because you're because you're also an actress. So it's not just like I'm like a, barely an actress. No, you're an actress. Okay, okay, that's and true. So what I mean is like, so it's not just like a dating jealousy, but it's also like, a, oh man, we're in this, we're in the same business. It's my competition. You know what I mean? Like in a sense, so. I wasn't really thinking. I'm just thinking it's like a total ego thing. Or it's also like... I have so you're a, saying it doesn't even matter if it's an actress. No, it it's like because be, uh, I have this like ego maniacal thing where it's like of right and wrong, even though like I'm so all over the place and whatever. But then I have all these old school sensibilities where it's like, I am the girl that you're sleeping with. How dare you say that thing? It's like, so what do you think? So yeah. you think it's fine? Well, uh, there's tact. Tact is important, I think, with that. And you need to not go on. Like, it's not just like, hey, just, hey, check this out. Here's like this picture of Emily Ratajkowski. Look at the look at her, like out of nowhere. Why? But if it's like comes on TV, or if you're scrolling through, like, oh man, she's beautiful. Or if you say you think she's beautiful, yeah, she's beautiful. Oh, that's nice. But it's not like you need to choose choose your your chime ins wisely. I think maybe. Yeah, I say chime out. Okay, I maybe say like I say chime out. Yeah, <laughs> like talk you know? to your bros. I think maybe that's <laughs> the moral. Talk to your is bros. That I'm not your bro. Yeah, girls don't right. feel special. It's right. like they're so like they're so. I don't know. Romance is like I don't know, dying. I, I mean, you like- know what I will do, and I and I love doing this, and this is true, is that I will often t- like send text Jill pictures of beautiful women who I think that she looks like or remind me of, or that's funny, uh huh. Or Jill, I think is like a oh, like you're looking, you're like her, but you're you know you're like a way more beautiful version of her. This, but whatever. Like I'll often send her like pictures of Bridget Bardot, who Jill looks like a but lot. But she's like half dead. She's so like what I'm saying is that helps. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. She's 89 years old. Yeah, now. totally. You okay. send you send me a photo of Jane Burke, and you're like, oh, Jane Burke is so hot. She reminds me of uh, you. I'll be like. Oh, wait, I'll be like, I'll turn Are you going to get jealous of a 90-year-old woman? No, but I'll Maybe. Probably, I manage to turn anything into an insult and a dig for me. It's, I can, it's a skill. I, I can be, it's a it's skill. One of your special I've skills. mastered it, and uh, you're welcome, What guys. do they call that? I'm fun in bed, though, so it's all, it all works out. Hold for advertisement. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, let me see. What this episode brought to you by JackandJill.com. <laughs> now, if you want to get fun in bed with Alexi, go to Jack and Jill. <laughs> Oh That's God. that website, right? With the dildos? Jack and Jill? Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Oh, What's hey. jackandjill.com? What is jackandjill.com, Aristotle? Buying the URL right oh, now. Oh, look at you. I love it. It's Thank probably you. like some children's play, playwear. Who do you company. think I should be with? Who am I supposed to date? I like this. I know I'm interviewing you, but listen, there's a whole intro to the show that'll be dedicated to you. It's like a love letter oh, to cute. you, Justin Willman. Um, well, but you so mean I'm like what me. person? Who, I don't know. I'm not going to say what person because I don't I, not, know. Not specific your... names. I want you right now. Yeah, you need a you need a unique you need a unique man, a very confident man, okay, non jealous man, because mm-hmm. part of what makes you you, and you're never going to not do, is like express your love and affection for all these people around you, male mean, or female. Meanwhile, you don't wanna... I'm so mad. I'm like, I can't believe a guy told me another girl is beautiful. What a fucking monster. Anyway, right. but you're right. But so I need a guy who can Meanwhile, let me do you're that. like Aristotle, Justin, <laughs> um, yeah. look at your arm definition. <laughs> oh, let me see your abs. Woo. Right, exactly. Okay, yeah, keep going. So like you need so you need a guy who's okay with the um the adorable hypocrisy of that, mm-hmm. which is an okay thing. Like I think it's so. all it's part of your business, part of your brand. Yeah. Is to to really let let people know what you feel about everything and not be censoring yourself because oh my god my boyfriend's going to be upset if he hears this yeah. like you need to find a man who's okay listening to every one of your podcasts 
now, I don't know if you're going to find a man who will listen to every one of the podcasts. What? Well, you want to find a man who's busy, who maybe, you know, true, who true. will listen to maybe every other one. If he lives in Los Angeles, there's a lot of driving, though. I mean, I can just listen a lot of driving. drive. That's true. You know? What are you That's doing? true. He can maybe get the live patch through. So, I don't know. But, uh, so you need a confident man. I don't know... Did you like dating a musician? I'm curious. I'm over musicians. I'm You're so fucking done with musicians and comedians. Really? You're a magician. Done with comedians? I don't. I, yeah, for sure. I was gonna say you need. A, I mean, you want a, you want a funny man though. Yeah, but like because you you need a guy who's gonna make you laugh. Your your favorite thing is probably laughing and sex. Laughing and laughing first, and then sex laughing second. first, not laughing during sex. Maybe. And then like food, and like you know, I yeah. Don't know. So who should I be with? Who's that guy? Who's really funny? <laughs> Yet not a comedian, and huh. I don't know. Um, let me. Man, got real boring on this I podcast got, real know. quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just turn around and I like make intense eye contact with Aristotle. I'm like, he's right here, but he's so quiet. It's yeah. okay. Um, well, is that true? Do you, do you think your 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 perfect man? Do you know him? But it's just not the perfect situation. No, I think I know of qualities. I need somebody that I, uh, I'm like old school and new school. I'm super flirty, but I'm also like, I like monogamy. I want to feel safe. I want to like, I'm not into open relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get an STD. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what that has to do with anything. These but, are uh, important things. These are important things. I want, yes. I want to, I need, oh, I've dated people where I have really bad sex with them. Mm. I mean, or just like not that great. I need mm-hmm. epic sex. Mm-hmm. Every to, time? I mean, with me, if you're What's good. What's epic? Not like, like epic, not, not like, like a three, a 90 not, minute no, 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 journey. No, just like, oh, we're doing this. Oh, we're in the moment. We're like having slow sex, but then we're also having like crazy fun. You know what I mean? Like all uh-huh. this stuff. Oh, you need a variety. You need like, I a, just want like good pa- I want a passion. palette of many different colors of sex to paint with. Just like exciting. I can't even look you in the eye when I'm talking about this. I can't. That's how, that's how much I respect Jill. <laughs> Don't look at me. Um, but yeah, like great sex, uh-huh. good kisses. Uh, they have to be successful. I'm an asshole, and I like the men to pay primarily, but the more they pay, the more I'll bring over presents and pay for other stuff, too. Then I'll offer mm-hmm. to pay more, and I will pay more, actually. Like, anyway, um, yeah, I need to respect them, think they're attractive, feel safe with them, have great sex, and they don't have to be that funny. They just can't be, like, embarrassingly cringeworthy dorky that I'm like, oh, we're walking around in public, and they're, like, wearing weird clothes and say dumb stuff, and they're, like, a liability. I don't, like, have you ever mm. dated somebody who's, like, a liability when you go to, like, a work thing? Mm. You go to like some kind of thing for work and then like the person you're with gets too drunk or they say something dumb or they like I mean I've had girlfriends who drink a little too much and then they're like a liability. I can't have that. I don't like I had a dude I was dating brought him to Todd Strauss Schulson's birthday in New York one time at a bar and my dude at the time modest mouse guy Mm -hmm. whatever um, got a little too drunk and like tried to start a fight with somebody and I was like I was like I can't have this. This does not work for me. I need to be charming and try to get then work. Then you're like, well, wait, hold on. Are you fighting about me? You're not? Yeah, I can't have this. Yeah, I can't. No, he was fighting about me. Oh. well, the- He was fighting. For, he thought somebody disrespected me, and I was like, they didn't, and I'm fine. I don't need mm-hmm. you to fight for me and start a fight. Literally. I don't need you to literally fight for me. I don't you need, need you to, to emotionally fight for emotionally me. Emotionally fight for me and not be liability. Anyway, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Well, yeah. G- like, um, but I know the difference because Jill, like, one of the greatest things for us is that I felt like I could take her everywhere. Yeah. And she felt, like, the same way. I think, like... That's so important. In that we feel like we can represent each other's brand yes. when we're not watching each other. That is a... Fu- that, that, okay, there's, like, this TED Talk that Esther Perel, not to get super cerebral or whatever, mm-hmm. but this is TED Talk that this woman, Esther Perel does she's a psychotherapist about and deals with relationships and she talks about like you know 
creating desire over a long period of time, to how to maintain desire over a long period of time. And there's something really sexy when you're like at a party and your partner's across the room and it makes you see them in a different way and, you know, and seeing them as who they are and it's, and then they're sexy too because they're their own person and like, mm-hmm. you know, anyway, blah, blah, yeah, you blah. Could, yeah, you probably can almost fall in love with them for the first time. Exactly. Again, if you're watching from afar. It's so important. Justin yeah. has put his wedding ring back on. He's back into uh, marriage and time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> And padlock going on, fingertips. Oh, never. my God. Um, I have an ex- I'm a fidgeter. Yeah, so I know. The it's wedding fine. ring thing, it's like I've never I've never worn a ring in my life. So it's it's just it's just there. It's a fun little prop that's always there Might for me. Might I to... suggest a tattoo on your on your wedding finger? No, I know. I mean, on your wedding finger. Oh, you mean so that it's that's always... That's like jail stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's always there. Okay. Man, where do we go from here? What didn't I ask you? We covered a bunch of good things. Drugs. Marriage, drugs, marriage, magic, mm-hmm. rollerblades. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's next for you? How are you? So you're going to work on your life fulfillment of new material and a special. Yeah. Perhaps? Well, the, yeah. So I'm. Well, I'm working on a. Uh, I'm doing a pilot for Comedy Central. You are. Mm-hmm. What is this pilot? Jesus this fucking Christ! Bury the lead. Pitched in like September with Chris Hardwick and Nerdist. Chris Hardwick's on board, <gasps> and then it's with uh, this guy Stu Miller from The Daily Show. Okay. And uh, the show's kind of like, um, well, I. I care about the world. I care about America. You do? America has a lot of problems. Okay. That just haven't been fixing themselves. Like what? Police brutality, uh, women's rights, racism, um, uh, global warming, like all these things. Trump wants to build a wall. All these things that like uh, the system isn't really fixing as quick as I'd like. And it seems like the only thing that really fix these things is is magic. So it's 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 a quest of me, this socially con. A conscious, frustrated magician trying to fix America's woes with the skills that he knows as a magician. That sounds incredible. Yeah. Is this, this is so we're doing this for Comedy Central. I did a pilot last year, which you didn't d- get picked up okay. and aired as a special. Sleight of mouth was like a failed oh. pilot. Oh, well, well, no, no, no failure. No one knows that. Um, now they know. And then so this one's like a take two. And instead of like having just a fun show with no stakes, it's like we're going to try to do a show that tongue in cheek is dealing with like the, the highest stakes things. Is so like, Trump wants to build a wall. I'm gonna we're gonna go to Tijuana and like teach Mexicans how to walk through a wall. Oh my god! So it's like a docu series. Uh-huh. I fucking love that. I think yeah. that's so incredible. Yeah, that's if amazing. They're not gonna fix global warming. Like we'll go to New Orleans and we'll teach coastal residents how to walk on water. Oh using my god! Magic. I love this. Yeah, your kids won't eat. You're health healthy. I'm gonna show you how to cook a tater tot that somehow really uh, that's made of kale, but oh it doesn't look like it. <laughs> we're gonna fool your kids. Oh my god. That kind of stuff. Helping once, you know, yeah. one lie at a time. And Justin oh, for great. all. Justin for all. Oh man. So there's that. So that's that's my quest for creative fulfillment that's in the beautiful. next two months. Yes. And I think I've just been waiting to finally get going with this for a long time. So Me I've too. Felt, I've, I've felt a little corked up. God. Yeah. I just I just heard about it and I can't <clears throat> wait. Excited, right? So there's that. And then are you touring? Always touring. I think okay. I just finished like a month and a half and I don't want to see a plane again. Yeah. But I still have to fly in a week. Oh. I'm gonna go to Mohegan Sun next weekend for four days. Doing all these comedy clubs, which is fun. Does Jill ever come with you? When, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, when that's cool. Fun. Sex she and hotels. Sex and hotels. Yeah, that's right? very hot. Well, she came with me to Madison. I did a club in Madison. Nothing she sex went with to the Madison. There. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. It was like 20 degrees all the time. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. And yeah. then we went to like Columbus, Ohio because we did a Valentine's Day weekend and she did the show with me on Valentine's Day. She did? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Oh. We called it Justin and Jill's first Valentine's. I saw this on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Where can we find you? At Justin Wilman. At Justin underscore Wilman. 
That underscore really oh, pisses that's on me Twitter. off. Oh, that's on Twitter. That Instagram, under- no underscore. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because there's another Justin Wilman oh, man. who has it without the Who's underscore. Who's that bonehead? He's a dick. He is a dick. He's, but a he's dick. an ugly monster. Uh-huh. You can get fucked. Anyway. I've emailed him. I've, he played have baseball, you? and I was like, buddy, what, how, what do I got to do? Like, can I get you some tickets to some, like, a couple hundred bucks? And he goes, listen, I hope to be a major league baseball player one day, and I'm going to need that he's Twitter like 40? without the underscore. Oh, my God. And I was like, buddy. Buddy. Twitter's done. Oh, my two God. Years. Do you think it is? No, that's why I really okay. want my name back. But I told him it would be done. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. Him, listen, I live in Hollywood, and I got the memo. Twitter's almost done. You should get out now. They're going to start oh charging God. if you keep your name. You really want to ditch that name, buddy. I'll take it from you. Oh, my God. I love that the buddies come out towards the end of the show. Okay, give me some hey, dating advice. What do I need to do? Give me some dating advice. You're a guy who's got mm. it together. You're a hot babe. you got another. You got a hot babe wife. You're, you're living your life. You're having cool sex in hotels. Well, I think it's great that you have this podcast because you're able to like have an outlet for these things that maybe... I'm letting um, it all out, yeah. You're letting it all out, and I think it's kind of like you're letting <laughs> it out in this room. So like when you're out with your with your dating partner, <laughs> you kind of... It, you know, you're just a little more even keeled, which is exciting. That's how I feel. I feel like uh, when I go on dates, I, uh, I, the people I date listen to my podcast, and it's funny, and I'm different from how I am here. Mm-hmm. I'm not as, you know. And they can never get a word in edgewise. When no. They listen to the like, Alexi, you never let me talk. You're like, you're in your car. Oh. Mm, sorry. Go on. Okay. <laughs> Why are you nagging me? You're married. No. Just kidding. No, I was just saying, like, it's kind of a... I, wait, so everyone, the people you date listen to the podcast listen, and will reference things that you've said or stories. Yeah, and, and it's like they know me, but then when I'm with them in real life, it's like, I don't know you, though, dude, and I'm getting to know you, and I'm more quiet and reserved. Actually, I swear to God, dating me, like, the dating version of Alexi is different. You should have guys you're dating come on the podcast. I think I'm going to do that. Because there's something about, like, there's, you know, having this microphone... In front of you, like creates this little distance and sense of comfort. Yeah. Yet you people really, really open up, and you probably will cover like a dozen dates worth of material. You're so right. I'll be like, Do you want to get married? What do you feel about kids? What's the deal? Could you love me? How does it all? What does it mean? Is everything okay? I thought Aristotle be here. You're like, we're not rolling. Aristotle's not even real. There is no (laughs) Aristotle. He's just like a stuffed doll. Uh, That's why he never responds. Oh my god! Oh well, you're okay. Listen, yeah, this is fun. I'm glad. Thank you for opening up to me. Yeah, thank thank you. Thank you for telling. Thank you. Thank you for uh, realizing that you need to uh, you you need to go towards self fulfillment and do things that like challenge you that that make you happy. Because some people don't even know to do that. They're just like dead inside. Just like you know. I mean, yeah, we're very lucky. I mean, I can only imagine if I'm doing material that I think is a little bit old, how people must feel who have to go to a job that they have no emotional connection to at all. Oh, my God. Um, the, it reminds me of that Neil Gaiman, that, that uh, commencement address where, where I've called Make Good Art. What is that about? You should listen to it. You Neil Gaiman, YouTube, Make Good Art. Make Good Art, okay. And you don't have to be, it's just, it just I, like, if you want to keep your sanity, just as a human, it's just about the power of making art in whatever form that means to you. Oh, in the man. good times and the bad times. You know what I feel sometimes? Then we are going to wrap this up and uh, fucking land this plane. Mm-hmm. Um, I do get annoyed. Even if somebody isn't emotionally fulfilled at a job, whether they're at a car wash or at Starbucks or whatever, I still get annoyed because I feel like when I've had day jobs and I've had to like hustle and make money and I'm doing something and I'm like, this is soul sucking. I hate it. I still always made sure to do the best job I could. And I never was just like leaning against the wall texting with a, yep. with a fuck you attitude. So, uh. Listen, people, if you're unhappy and miserable, I still want you to make the latte as best you can. I'm like, sorry, is that horrible that I'm saying this? No, I, I, mean, I agree with you 100%. <laughs> and I'm wondering if it's because you always knew that this was a temporary thing. That oh. that was, you're, you're only going to be doing this job for a little while. 
And, and just... so I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to have fun with it. Oh. I'm going to milk the experiences You're to right. maybe use later in that's, my craft. That's true. Perhaps. Anything else we need to tell the world? Where can we find you? Um, JustinWilman.com? Yeah, my address is 331. Oh, no! No! <laughs> North No. No! No. It was a joke. Uh, no, you can find me on the, the Twitter, Justin underscore Wilman. Instagram, Justin Wilman. And then you can follow me on Snapchat, but I don't use it. You better fucking start Snapchatting. I'll think about it. Anyway, thank you for speaking to me, Justin Wilman. Love you, Alexi. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 